I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let's get back to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Uh, To to me, it's... It's it's football. I, I mean, you know, uh, you, you go out there and like for me, I can I can see the first down in instances and and you know want to do all that I can to, to go and get it, you know. But it, it, I don't know, it, it, it's football. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to continue making plays uh, that I feel you know can contribute to uh, moving the chains and helping our team. So you know what, whatever it takes for me. Welcome back, BeckQL Daily Football Friday. Coming up next segment, Pam Maldonado of Yahoo Sports will join us and give her give us some of her favorite plays. Um, but right now, we've got to continue to line them up. Dolphins at Lions. J Rod, I know you know a thing or two about this Dolphins team, and I think they've the Dolphins have played a pretty tough schedule, and now they're playing one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I mean, the Falcons are bad too, but the Lions are really bad. I think Tyreek Hill could have a big game. I think Jalen Waddle could have a big game. Um, Miami's defense, their secondary is banged up. Um, they did lose Brandon Jones, uh, their safety. So they've been bad defending the pass anyway, but this is uh, – I'm looking forward to this one. The Lions' defense is just really bad, so I think – I think even Miami team total over is a good look too. Yeah, the, the total for the game is is a little alarming. 51 and a half. You know, the, <laughs> the Dolphins even even with Tua, they've scored more than 21 points once in 7 games. One. That one and that was that outburst that they had in Baltimore. They just don't score. They don't run the ball. They average 85 yards a game uh, on the ground. That's something they've never been able to sort of you know, shore up. And obviously with Tua coming back, I think this is a chance for them to wake up a little bit uh, offensively. Uh, I like the three and a half, the hook, you know, you hate that the, always that hook. I think they're easily a touchdown better than the Lions. I would stay away from the total just because I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, I think the, the, the Dolphins can get into a shootout. They proved they can do that uh, with that win over Baltimore. Uh but I love the, the the three and a half. I think they they you know we talked about it with the Bucks that these are must win games that they're that they're losing. Well, this is the time of the schedule that's a little thin for for the for the Dolphins. You know they've got the Bears next. Uh, this is the chance to make some hay. This is the chance to get back in it at four and three. Uh, you know they're mm-hmm. four and all with two of that, that. That's the easy part to look at. And but I will say this: Detroit. I know we had the hard knocks uh, hangover and we fell in love with the biting in the ankle and the half a butt cheek and all that nonsense. <laughs> Detroit's played a tough schedule. I mean, I mean, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Seattle, the Patriots, Dallas, it's been a tough schedule for, for, for Detroit as well. And Miami's not a cakewalk either. I think it's a close game, but I think the, I think it's the Dolphins by a touchdown. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I like Mike McDaniel. You know, like there are mm. some things he did early in the season 
that I was a big fan of, and then of late, and and I know the the two are record. You're right; it's fair pointing out that he has not lost in a game that he's played the entire time. But also, they've got to get back to scoring some points. And we we have not seen that of late, and maybe they won't need to score a ton this week. Now, what is interesting is uh, their struggles defensively are through the air. They have actually been your Dolphins been good against the run. Now, that would be as long as they get the healthy Swift. Now, it looks like that's going to be the case. I know they've been teasing us with this a couple weeks now. Did not play last week, but it's, he was taken off the injury report. It looks like Swift's good to go for this week. Um, but the problem is they're pretty good against the run. You attack that Dolphins D through the air. Well, how has Goff looked of late? Like, there are some numbers that are kind, like yards per play, uh, stuff like that. The, the Lions offense still ranks top five. But in reality, is that even close to a top five offense, close to a top ten offense? I'm on Ross St. Brown. Like, no, I, I don't think so at all. If you, What is funny is, while they do stand out with some of those offensive numbers, if you look at, do they stay on schedule? How's their success rate? They're 25th. They're one of the worst in the NFL. So I, I don't buy into these offensive numbers that say that the Lions are really good. Like some of it's also coming some garbage time as well. They can't stop anybody. I don't want to overreact to last week on the road against the Cowboys. Dak with his first week back. It didn't feel like the Cowboys took that game all that seriously. They just decided to pull away in the end. I'm still not here to say, oh, the Lions defense is a lot better. Maybe they're closer to the 20s instead of, dead last or second worst in just about every stat category. I don't trust this Lions team. And on the Dolphins side, I'm just really not interested in this game because I, J-Rod, I still have a lot of questions about what they are. Like, Tua, I respect the record, but they're not putting up enough points. And I have questioned some of McDaniel's decision-making during these games as well. Like, I don't know if I can trust Lane three and a half when the in-game coaching is lacking at this moment. Uh, a game that I'm j- I've just decided to stay away from. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on the sideline. Part of the reason probably is because I decided I was rash. I made a, I made the Lions the worst team in the NFL in our reverse power rankings this past week. Yeah, I did that. So I can't be backing them now. <laughs> well, m- m- Consistency. McCochin blew the, McCochin blew the, blew the cover against the, uh, the Steelers by not kicking that damn field goal. And, it, you know, it would have been nine instead of six, but – but that's that's a different story. I will say this: one bet that I that I, we made a killing last year with the Dolphins. They, they've only had one so far this year, and it was against Buffalo. Is will there be a special team slash defensive touchdown? I think with Goff and even with Tua, I think we will see a defensive score in this game. So keep that in mind. Hmm. I like that one. All right, cool. This is great producing by Paul. So smooth because the next game is another couple teams that can't stop anybody. We've got the Raiders at Saints. Um, Raiders one point favorites. The total here, 49 and a half. Part of it is is due to injuries, uh, why both these teams can't stop anyone. Um but I, I think I'm going to need to see the injury report here. But Saints corner Bradley Roby, he's on IR. Lattimore, is he going to play? If he doesn't, that's huge against Devontae Adams. Give me his props. Um, and speaking of Devontae, he missed practice this week with an illness. So I don't know what's going on with him. Um, if the Saints had Michael Thomas back or Jarvis Landry, um, Lattimore, I think they would be very good. I mean, we were even talking about this division being pretty wide open. I, I don't hate looking at Saints, you know, at 10 to 1 to win the division. I'm already invested in the Falcons, but I still think there's a lot of value on the Saints. Um, 
I think this could be a higher scoring game, but the Ra- the Raiders just can't stop anyone and neither can the Saints. So uh, with all these corners out and secondary banged up, I just, I think the over would be the play for me here. Would you bet the Saints in the division at plus 550? Because that's what we're down to now. After really? last night. Oh, after yeah. last night, it changed that much? Well, no. yeah. That's what I saw today. I, if they get healthy, I yes, I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was I 10 might. to 1 last night when I was researching this game. Really? <laughs> yeah. Bucks, Bucks are a mess. Um, wow. It's amazing that they're going with Dalton over a healthy Jameis. He had a couple of pick sixes last week, and they're still like, no, we're going with Dalton. I, I, I don't like this move. I don't like this quarterback move at all for the Saints. And Aaron's right. Some of the top in talent that they do have when healthy, they're dangerous. But, man, I, do, I did not like what I saw last week. And we need to see more. Like, the defense, they're always going to be good against the run. That's what they do. You've got to attack them with the pass. So that's going to be intriguing on the Raiders' side. Their biggest threat on offense, while he's had a strong start, it's not Devontae Adams. It's Josh Jacobs. He's been unbelievable. One of the best running backs. I would put him top three in the NFL this year. And he had another big game last week, scoring three touchdowns on 143 yards. So that's been terrific. Uh, what McDaniels, not McDaniel, McDaniels has done with the offense has been outstanding <laughs> in the first half of the season, though. And they can't stop anyone. And that's why the record's sitting here at 2-4. and four. They're, they're better than that record of 2-4, and four, but the defense has been the big problem, J-Rod, for the Raiders. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I will say this about Andy Dalton. And maybe here's a reason why he's starting. They're one in three in his games, but they average 31 points a game when he plays. So he yeah. for maybe he gives up thirty, you know, he may give up 37 points with those pick sixes, but they score points. He runs that offense. I, I think the 49 and a half over is the play. Shoot, they may have that at halftime, the way this works. And don't forget the human factor. Dennis Allen, the head coach of the Saints, was the head coach of the Raiders for four games. They started 0-4 with him as head coach, and he got canned. I think there's maybe some revenge factor there. Maybe there's, okay, I'm going to show these guys. I'm going to show this organization. There's always that human element there as well. So I'm, I like over 49 and a half. And, hey, even if you, if you – since essentially it's a pick them, same to even money, money line. Ooh. Hmm. Do we look that's, at that's, you think we should look at Dalton props? Because this Raiders defense is so bad against the pass – they're 30th in DVOA. I mean, success rate, EPA per play, all those numbers are pretty bad. Against the run, they're 
they're pretty good. But uh, maybe you can get some value. God, it sounds gross to just say it. But maybe you get some value on Andy Dalton uh, numbers. You are right. They are they are finding a way, even though they've got all these uh, top these top end players missing. They find a way to score. Uh, Dalton had three one last week. Yes, three picks, but he had four touchdowns. I mean, those props. Oh, wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's know. interesting. Over Arizona? one and a half for Andy Dalton is minus one ten. Uh, but a lot of these other props aren't even posted. I'm really frustrated. Don't they know that we have to give out our five best bets coming up soon? Hello? Well, they morning show. What are they doing? <laughs> Come on. They know. They want me to take more L's, taking sides and totals, I guess. I need props, people. Get these up, please. Clearly, clearly BetQL, clearly BetQL Daily sets the line, sets the line. They wait for the show, and then the props. That's the right. Clearly, BetQL right. Daily okay. sets cool. the line. Cool, cool. We can still tell you what we have our eye on. I think, um, you know, this is could be a good uh, props game as well. What about Titans at Texans? Ugh, I'm just not really interested in this one. I'm not going to lie. Um, I Titans, guess they have to play it, right? Right. Two and a half point favorites on the road at the Houston Texans. The total in this one, 40 and a half. Um, Tannehill limited in practice yesterday. Um, Tennessee 31st in pressure rate allowed. I might just sit back and hopefully not watch much of this one. I'm not really. <laughs> I was just going to say, were you going to say enjoy this game? Because no. it, it, it sounds okay. if If Red Zone um, puts it on, I'll be forced to watch a little. Other than that, zero interest. <laughs> I'm oddly intrigued by this game. So Ooh, okay. my, my, my gut reaction earlier in the week was <laughs> to take the Texans. And then the more and more we look at this game as we're sitting inside of a field goal. Seriously, Texans are a two-and-a-half-point underdog. So if you, if you look at this specific matchup, and Paul Aspen points out, which I find very interesting, that the Texans are actually outscoring opponents in the first three quarter of game, quarters of games. The problem is closing out some of these games. Now, with Pierce, we know they have a strong run game. I always bring up the Davis Mills splits. It is remarkable. At home, terrible record. He's on a terrible team. But the stats are real. Like, maybe these props can hit. Davis Mills at home in his career. 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. 16 touchdowns, three interceptions. A quarterback rating of 106. A 106 quarterback rating this year would be fourth highest in the NFL. That's how great he plays at home. It's crazy. And I know there's a lot of garbage time in there, and you've got so you got to take some of it with a grain of salt because they're, they're obviously trailing because he has a bad record, 1-7-1 and one at home. But maybe you can find some Davis Mills props kind of flying under the radar that you can get. His yardage is 229 in the hook. I'll take a look there. So I was like, okay, can, can we come up with a, a Texans case here? We're not getting three anymore, so that's – that's kind of tough. The Titans, they're negative point differential with their 4-2 and two record. And part of the reason is because they got destroyed by the Bills early in the season. Okay. They didn't score an offensive touchdown last week. They still won the game, but they couldn't get into the end zone. Tannehill's hobble. So he was limited in Thursday's practice. Keep a close eye on that to see if Tannehill's good to go. But I looked at Derrick Henry against this Texans defense. My goodness. Last three games against Houston. Last three games, Derrick Henry has 
242 scrimmage yards per game. Per game. Mm. Not 242 total yards in the last three games. It's 242 per game, seven touchdowns in these three games. They're just going to keep handing it off to Henry because why the hell not? He smashes his Texans defense. So I cannot pick the Texans. I will look at Henry and Mills props. Oh, Absolutely. Houston thing. dead last, dead last against the run. 164 yards a mm-hmm. game they give up. And, you know, they gave up buck 43 to Josh, ja- uh, Josh Jacobs last week. Yeah, nine touchdowns in Ooh. 10 career games for Derrick Henry against the Titans. You, you, you nailed it. And for as bad as the Titans have been in the fourth quarter, Houston's been outscored 58 to 17 in the fourth quarter of games. So, yeah, it's Tennessee all the way. Mm. J Rod. Can you bet over 98 and a half rushing yards? Can you do that? Because that's the number we're seeing pop. In the first half? Mm. <laughs> oh, so that's the yes. <laughs> Tragic, we didn't have time for Commanders at Colts, but we will get to that later in the show. Coming up next, Pam Maldonado of Tragic. Yahoo Sports joins us. It's a tragedy.